we're going to be shifting gears over to straight talk now. And tonight, guys, what I want to talk real briefly about, don't want to take too much time, but I want to talk to you guys and see what you think about uh, what's actually been going on around the country. And it's this idea of um, tearing down statues. Uh, it's something that we've seen before. Uh, it's not something that's new. Um, it's something that is resurfacing um, due to the, you know, controversy and the factors that are going on right now. Um, and so there, there are a number of statues being uh, torn down, um, right, uh, desecrated and destroyed. Um, some of them, I, I don't want to get into to the names, but um, there, there, there are a bunch all around the country. And, and we even uh, uh, have uh, some, some people calling for the, the destruction of, of uh, statues of Jesus, um, any, any statues that depict Jesus as white to be destroyed and torn down so there are influential voices calling the masses to action in this way um just want to know want to want to ask you guys and ask everybody what do you think about that what what's your take on it and maybe what is the how should the christian respond uh, in times like this, or re respond to this, to these calls for action. Should we take part? Should we not? How should we we address this? Well, guys, hey, hi. So. Uh... So tearing down statues, right? Or, uh, yeah, I've heard, I've heard that uh, people are starting to tear down the Christopher Columbus statues and the Ten Commandments and uh, even Jesus statues. Um, well, I see it. I see it more of uh, people trying to express what's happening today, you know, uh, because like people are trying to like uh, riot and they're trying to destroy oppression and they feel that the past was like, was the method that the government used in order to make us live how we're living today. So them trying to destroy like the past or like something that has to do with laws or something that has, that has to do with our uh, country, it's kind of like they're feeling like liberated from those like uh, those uh, past oppressions or, or those past uh, victories that the Europeans had over us or maybe even like, you know, like, because we know that Jesus is not European, but you know, like Eastern, Eastern, uh, Eastern, uh, like, uh, 
rule over us, you know? They're trying to, like, make something new. They're trying to, like, destroy the old and bring the new out. But, like, uh, even though they're bringing out the new, the new is not, like, it's not really, uh, it's not really pretty. I've seen those new statues that they're, they're putting out there now. Like, I don't know if you guys seen them, like, those, like, uh, satanic statues that people are, are like, uh, putting out there instead of those, like, those, uh, like, uh, colonial or even, like, uh, like, uh, statues that talk good about our history, you know? So, um, that's what, that would be my, uh, point of view. Maybe, uh, you guys can add something to that. I don't know. That's good. Yeah. No wrong answers. Just uh, shooting the question out there and wanting to see see what you guys think. Anybody else? Um, I think... Um, <clears throat> I've been doing some, you know, some reading about uh, racism and and it's covered different topics about different types of racism. And um, <clears throat> I think um, with all that's going on in the world, it's, it seems a little overwhelming and maybe hard to keep track. Um, but uh, uh, I've come to learn that racism, like, like cancer, for instance, is, has... Uh, different forms and it's multifaceted and and um, and different layers to it um, and so it's not just one kind of racism but there's different types of racism and different ways that racism shows up and one of the forms that racism does show up is what I heard is called like a public space racism where there's things um, that are made public or are put in our face um, that glorify racism or that um, have undertones of, of racist beliefs and racist views. And um, they, um, so for instance, like statues from con Confederate, uh, Confederate leaders from the, um, like Robert E. Lee or wh whoever was in the, uh, a part of the con Confederates. And, um, and just certain statues that depict uh, black people as, you know, in demeaning ways or uh, dehumanizing ways. Um, and <clears throat> I think uh, maybe for, 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 for a lot of people that may seem very extreme, but if we ask ourselves, why are those statues, what do they really represent and, and why, are they, um, why are they being memorialized um, and, and, and in our public spaces. Like for instance, for me, um, in Tampa, Florida, um, there was a big Confederate flag that would, that was raised. Um, and that was like seen all seen on the main highway in Tampa. Um, and there's different ways that you can celebrate your history. Um, people want to celebrate their history, but the, if you have, you have to also remember that there's certain parts of your history that maybe cause pain or bring shame or, or hurt like racism, then those things um, should be addressed and brought to the light and, and, and not uh, glorified. Um, and so I think it's, I think it goes deep and I think, um, I don't think we ever should glorify racism um, in any way, in any form, even if it's through like a statue or a flag or whatever it may be. Um, you know, for instance, like 
<clears throat> for Jews and in the Holocaust, they don't have, they don't memorialize that time with swastikas and Nazi soldiers, but they have Holocaust museums where they remember the survivors of, of those times and they honor them in their life in that way. Um, so there's ways you can, you can, um, share your history and remember your history yeah. um, without doing it in a way that's demeaning to anybody. Mm. That's good. I just have a follow up there. Okay. So that's all um, very good. So what, what would you say is maybe the appropriate way to, to go about um, addressing this? Well, I think one of the things to ask is why are those statues in place? Um, and um, I think instead of putting them in, in places where, you know, if you think of a monument or, or something like that, that glorifies something or that brings honor to something. And if that person stood for something um, like racism or, or, or fought, you know, to, to enslave people. Um, I think that's a part of history that's important to be remembered, but I don't necessarily think that it should be, you know, glorified. So maybe having a museum where like, for instance, like for the Holocaust, there's Holocaust museum where they remember the victims of that time and maybe having a museum where we can remember that part of our history. Cause I think it's important not to erase that history, not to remember that or not to teach that or not to pass that on, but for us to remember that and, and honor the people that, um, that died in the hands of oppression and, and, um, just so that we can learn from our past and not repeat it. So maybe taking those statues and putting them in a museum and, and learning from them and learning from our history um, and not overlooking the, the parts of our history that, you know, are, are mistakes from our history. And they're like people call racism the original sin of America. Um, and I think for a lot of people, it's, it's times like these where, you know, the, the veil has been lifted and we kind of see, um, some areas that need to be addressed. And I think one of those areas is the, just addressing the, the, the history of racism in our country and um, making sure it, it, it's not um, being, repeating itself in any way. So I would say taking those statues and maybe, um, you know, instead of putting them out on display, you know, in, in public settings, but maybe use it as a, um, a way to teach us and remind us of our history and, and, and so that we can not repeat those mistakes again. Okay. Good. Very good. Very good. Anybody else want to uh, add anything before I share something? Well, also another thing, Julian, also we need to remember that statues in a way are idols so we're not supposed to worship them or like like take it to heart when they destroy them you know it's also uh, yeah. we need to know that that there are things that are going to be uh destroyed with time or either by us or by the will of god so we also need to uh, understand that that something that is destroyed can be rebuilt so don't put too much too much attention on the on on getting getting like frustrated or or, or, or even like uh, angry for destroying history because like it's not worth it it's not worth dying for i'm just saying that 
Okay. Yeah, I was going to say, um, you know, I agree with what, well, with what um, Hannah was saying. You know, some of the statues do represent um, history that needs to be addressed. But um, I think destroying the statue uh, is not the way to go about it. Um, I think there's a lot better way to go about it. I mean, it is an issue. It is something we have to address. But I think breaking and vandalizing property, you know, isn't going to, you know, help. It's just going to add more fuel to the fire. And, you know, Proverbs 25, 28 says, A man without self-control is like a city broken and left without walls. So as Christians, you know, we need to have self-control. You know, we can't go out there and just ravage the city and, you know, light things on fire. Proverbs 29, 8 says, Scoffers set a city aflame, but wise men turn away wrath. So we need to be wise men. We need to um, make wise decisions and wise choices. And, you know, like I said, there's better ways to go about you know, the situation. That's really good, Isaac. I, I agree um, wholeheartedly. Um, you know, I think, and that's, that's what I think, you know, throughout this whole, you know, I don't want to say race war, but through this, what's been going on the last month or so, I think there needs to be an appropriate way to address things rather than with more damage and destruction. You know, we can acknowledge that there's hurt. We can acknowledge that there's wrong, but there's a, an appropriate and healthy way to go about bringing resolution and so i think as the church um that's what we're called to do definitely not participate in you know uh, a carnal a carnal way of dealing with it you know as the world would but coming at it the way jesus would i feel like is, is really important and i want to share a verse um out of first peter chapter 2 verse 17 just to provide some perspective because i don't want to sit here and act like i have the answers but i just want to provide provide some perspective and and what the word of god reads it says um honor all people love the brotherhood fear god and honor the king and what's really um crucial about that portion of scripture is and, and actually an incredible is that peter wrote that verse during a time when Nero was king. And Nero was probably one of the most violent persecutors of Christianity in all of human history. Um, and he wrote that verse while Nero was king. And so that just goes to show you the kind of perspective, radically different perspective um, and stance Christians should have um, in regards to different issues. You know, um, the world says an eye for an eye, you know, but, but the Christian says, you want my shirt, here's my jacket too, right? There's a completely different way to solve problems. And the solution has to be rooted in love. However we go about addressing it, we need to honor those, even the ones that we feel don't deserve any honor whatsoever. But we need to honor those, respect all of those who are created in God's image. You know, Hitler was created in God's image. The, the, the most ruthless 
people were created in God's image and none of them are exempt from grace. Nobody, doesn't matter how ridiculous or racist or any person may be, nobody is exempt from grace and we're called to extend that. Um, and grace needs to be a part of our, whatever the resolution is and however it looks, there needs to be grace, there needs to be love, there needs to be honor, and there needs to be respect to, towards everybody involved. And that's just a quick uh, perspective that I think we should um, not lose sight of as we um, are faced with issues such as this. So that's all I have to say about that. Um, anybody wanna, any, any closing thoughts there? All right, well, praise the Lord. Um, that's all we have for a straight talk. Um, before I um, close it out, I just wanna, anybody who's listening, uh, if you don't know Jesus Christ as your personal Lord and Savior, I wanna extend an invitation um, to you to make that decision and declaration today, um, right? Uh, regardless of what's going on to, in, throughout the world, you don't wanna be caught on the wrong side of history. And the only way you can do that is if you don't know Christ. Because when it's all said and done, that's the only thing that will matter is where you stand with him. And if, and if your sin has been forgiven. So if you want to make that decision right now, just repeat a, a quick prayer. This is just the, the beginning. This doesn't, just, this doesn't mean you're, you're good to go after you say this prayer. This is just step one out of many steps you'll have to make for the rest of your life. So just say this prayer, just say, Lord Jesus, I believe that you died for me. I believe that you rose on the third day. I accept you as my Lord and Savior for the forgiveness of my sins. Fill me with your Holy Spirit. Baptize me with your Holy Spirit. And help me to follow you all the days of my life. From this day forward, I renounce my old ways and I commit my life to you. In Jesus' name, amen.